the recent bank failures, along with wild swings in the market and rising interest rates, have many pre-retirees and retirees running for the hills. Come on back down. Today, we're going to cut through the noise and calm all those fears. And now, Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe, of course, uh, with Murphy Wealth Management. He is an independent fiduciary uh, and investment advisor representative, 20-plus years helping folks get to and through retirement. That's what he gets to do every day. What a cool job, Joe. Yeah, you know what? Normally, it's just like uh, almost an assembly line, you know, not not a lot of excitement. You know, we're just getting people down, getting fired up about retirement. But now, Steve, <laughs> the winds have changed. We are in a wild environment. And, you know, as an advisor, um, no one likes the unpredictability of markets, the economy, of the, of the Fed decisions. But I'll tell you what, it sure makes them for exciting days. Well, that's exactly right. We were just talking. And, and so, you know, with the Silicon Valley Bank, that's what kicked this whole thing off. And, and it, it continues to sort of reverberate uh, and continues to be in the news cycle. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's just kind of kind of break it down. Tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, you know what the the SVB um, failure. Obviously, I think a lot of our radio listeners out there know know in the nutshell. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the why. You know why something like this happened, and, oh, and it's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of regulatory issues, Steve. Um, but this bank was a very particular bank, and and they catered to a very specific type of clientele. Um, you know, venture capitalists, startups. You know, big money was was dumping into this bank during the the COVID stimmies and the big run up in NASDAQ, and they had a lot of deposits. Um, un unfortunately, the, the why is, is how the bank was actually investing these mon this money. During COVID and during that NASDAQ rip, it was all great because deposits were flying in. Unfortunately, the bank, uh, the bank compliance did not invest wisely. Um, they invested a lot of their depository money into long-duration treasuries. And Steve, how many times on this show did we talk about that March of 2020 ticker at that 0% federal, uh, federal funds rate is probably the worst time in history to buy bonds? Because what are bonds? They're interest rate sensitive. And at a 0% federal funds rate, Bonds only have one way to go, and this bank invested a lot of money into long-duration bonds and mortgage-backed securities, which were at that point trading around 2.5, 2.7, where mortgage is at right now, about six or seven. Sure. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, when the, when the startups and the venture capitalists started drying up, as, as the Fed started raising interest rates, this bank was locked in to the long duration bonds. And they were forced to sell these at very steep losses um, because depository obligations came through. Um, this was something that was publicly available in the books on, you know, back in December, you could see the discrepancy. And, you know, the bank regulators to me, you know, this is almost a society now where you can act with no consequences and you're going to get bailed out. And that's kind of what happened. They acted with impunity and made really poor investment choices. And now we're in a society where, you know, you are basically the risk versus reward is just not there because, you know, when we're looking at profits and losses, what have we done? We've privatized the, the gains and the profits, and now we've socialized the losses with these bailouts. So the risk management from this bank is, is key number one. The investments that they made were very poor in, a, in, a, in an environment that you just don't make that mistake. I wish they would have come to me, Steve, and, and said <laughs> they wanted to invest in long-term treasuries or bonds um, at a 0% rate, you know, very low yields, and then be forced to pull that money out at steep losses. So for radio listeners, that's what happened over there. Okay. And it was mismanagement. And now you had the Fed, obviously, with the threat to financial services, had to come in and bail it out. And we've already started to see a domino effect with a lot of these banks. Just to put our radio listeners' minds at ease, your, your bank is safe. Um, you don't have to worry about, you know, money moving out or, or then the federal government and FDIC is going to step up. The last thing that we can afford is, is, a, is a national run on all our banks or a complete migration to these large uh, banks, you know, JP Morgan, Citibank, Wells Fargo. It's going to be interesting to see, Steve, over the next couple months 
um, business owners, where they keep their accounts, if they actually move to the larger banks or if they keep them in the in the regional community banks. That I'm going to be watching like a hawk. But what a wild environment and how many lessons can be learned from this. You know, hopefully our listeners that have investments in there are watching this as well, because this stuff is going to have an impact on your portfolio. We have so many different outliers out there. And what is our Federal Reserve doing right now? Jerome Powell is under extreme political pressure right now. Um, they really got that inflation call wrong um, completely and totally. And they raised rates into the largest debt construct in history. Um, and now things are starting to break. And really, when you look at what the Fed is doing and what they can do, I would not want to be in their position right now, Steve, <laughs> sure. for sure. Well, I mean, again, what, what they did is, you know, they created this run on the bank, right? Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And, but I mean, you know, it sounds like a Hollywood movie. It, it really is. And <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't. Yeah. Hopefully, Steve, it doesn't play out similarly back in 2008, you know, 2007, 2008. We had another bank failure and our radio listeners may remember back then when Bear Stearns failed. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, a little bit of a different circumstance. It wasn't poor risk management, um, but obviously the savings and loan scandal and everything that happened with Bear Stearns. And after it failed, the crazy thing is, is the stock market, because of the massive liquidity that's been injected by the Fed, um, the market, the S&P was up about 15%. Well, during that, that period of that upswing, we saw the banks unloading their riskiest acts, assets um, onto the retail market. And most people thought, oh, you know what, we're good, that we're past that, you know, that bank failed, the federal government stepped in. You know, this is a time, Steve, that you want to analyze your portfolio, specifically if you have a retirement portfolio. Um, this is your nest egg. You have to be very careful. I really believe with the massive injection of liquidity into the market, we just erased, Steve, four months of you know, shedding our balance sheet, you know, reducing that balance sheet. Because remember, during the during the quantitative easing period, the Fed was buying treasuries. And over the past four months, we've been constricting that and they've been selling off those treasuries over this past four months period. They wiped that out in a week. And now they've injected such massive liquidity into the market. No one knows what's going to happen next because they did it into the largest debt construct in history. So everyone is watching and we can only look at history to get clues at what may happen in the future. It's going to be a wild ride, guys. And if you have your retirement portfolio invested in the market, make sure that you are with someone that understands what could happen and how to protect. One of the great things that we do here at Murphy Wealth Management is we build customized portfolios. And I can build a portfolio for just about anyone that can withstand any type of market loss. So we can keep our clients whole through this while we take a wait and see approach. Is the potential upside worth what could go down? That's up to you. And if the answer is no, you definitely want to give us a call so we can review that portfolio and get you going in the right direction and protect that life savings. 800-930-5905. That's how you can get started, folks. And I mentioned a Hollywood movie. And, you know, oddly enough, they actually made one some time ago. And uh, we watch it every Christmas. Listen to this. <laughs> I just talked to old man Potter, and he's guaranteed cash payments to the bank. The bank's going to reopen next week. But, George, I got my money here. Did he guarantee this place? I'll take mine now. No, but you're, you're, you're thinking of this place all wrong as if I had the money back in a safe. The, the money's not here. See, I told you, it's exactly what you just explained. <laughs> it is. It's, it's one of those environments, Steve, where you never know what's going to happen next. And, you know, we've had so many calls in from radio listeners, from clients. You know, should I pull my money? What should I be doing? Um, just understand that these banks are federally insured. And remember, the government cannot let these financial services companies fail. If they fail, it would be such a crack to our system, there would be no recovery. So you have to have faith in, in our government that they are gonna take the right steps to shore all this up. But that doesn't mean the market is not gonna feel the pinch. And that's really what my concern is right now is protecting our clients' assets in a volatile environment. And like I said before, Steve, I've been talking the last couple of weeks, I really believe that with this massive injection of liquidity, we probably will have that melt up. Is inflation even even on the table anymore. Um, let's think about that for a second, because with that massive injection of, of liquidity, um, 
I just don't believe that the Fed is going to, you know, rate rate hikes are going to be in the future. And the crazy thing is, is that Fed Chair Powell, two days before this bank failed, was up there talking about higher rates for longer. They got completely blindsided by this. That's a little unnerving considering the Fed, you know, that famous uh, saying that we always say on the show, don't fight the Fed. Well, now I'm starting to think maybe we maybe we should go against their, their wishes <laughs> right now because they don't seem to be getting it right. They seem to be looking into the past instead of forward thinking. Um, but look at what's going to happen to demand. You know, with this shock to the banking system, do you think lending is going to improve or do you think it's going to tighten up? Um, I'm pretty sure, Steve, that lending is going to tighten up and that may solve the inflation issue um, really out of their control, not something that they planned, but it might be one good relief out of this whole system um, crash is that we might have a cool on demand without having to raise rates again into this debt construct. And, you know, the Fed has been raising rates aggressively until something broke. Well, guess what, Steve? It broke. And now we're in another position. <laughs> well, I mean, so how are you protecting assets? What do you do, uh, you know, for the average person out there thinking, well, I, I want to retire. I, I don't want to lose my money. Oh, there's there's lots of different options out there. You know, obviously, U.S. Treasuries are a big one. And if U.S. Treasuries fail, your money's not going to mean anything anyways. You know, a lot of people are moving to, you know, money markets for safety, buying short term U.S. Treasuries. Just remember how Treasuries work. You know, whether you buy a three month or a six month, the yields are wild right now, but they can be fairly attractive if you hit it on the right day in this market. Um, but you're locked in, you know, for three for three months, six months, whatever the duration of that Treasury is, um, you don't have to worry about any interest rate risk or any loss of principal as long as you hold it till maturity. Treasuries are liquid, which means you can exit early if you want, but you'd be subjected to interest rate risks. If interest rates go up from the time you purchase that treasury, you could lose some of your principal if you exit early. But if you hold till maturity, you're going to get that yield and you're going to get your principal out of there. So those become a really good option. Um, if, you, if you can't have faith in the U.S. government at this point and U.S. treasuries, then I'm not sure where is going to be safe for you. And even under the mattress right now, I don't think that's going to be safe with the massive deflation that we could have coming up here. Mm. Well, let's let's hit on that in the next segment. Right now, though, we got to take a quick break. Uh, Joe, let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Make sure that they can get on your calendar. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And this is an opportunity for all our radio listeners out there. If you've seen enough uh, of the action and you're ready to get that portfolio review, we can put you in a portfolio that is guaranteed against market risk, give you an opportunity to take a breath and look around before anything happens. This is your opportunity. Steve, we're going to take Let's take 10 this week. We'll give those 10 this opportunity, do that portfolio review, get you going in the right direction and get that asset saved. Give them that number, Steve. You got it, 800-930-5905. 10 callers right now, comprehensive financial review and a bit of a roadmap that can help guide you, help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-930-5905, 800-930-5905. When we come back, more talk on the recent bank failures and what you can do to hold on to that money. Hey, we are back on Wealth Health Radio with Joe Murphy. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, having a great conversation today. Uh, Joe, of course, 20 plus years helping folks. Joe, you have seen some ups and downs, some twists and turns. Is this time different? Well, I'm a history guy. Yeah. And, you know, I, I tend to think that things happen in patterns and cycles and history tends to repeat. It doesn't happen the exact same way, but we can absolutely learn lessons without looking at history. There's no chance to, to forecast what's going to happen in the future. So we can learn from some past mistakes and make sure that our clients aren't in a situation where they could lose everything they've worked for decades to save. It's important to me. You know, these are partnerships. I want to make sure that my clients are stewarded through retirement and they don't have this type of risk that could totally derail their entire retirement. It's not worth it, guys. That's why we do what we do as fiduciaries. You know, my first job is to protect. We love to grow assets, Steve, but I need to be here to protect. One of the things, you know, the talking heads are all out there having their opinions. <laughs> and uh, one of them in particular uh, that caught my ear anyway, Michael uh, Kantrowitz. Um, he's a chief strategist for Piper. Sandler. 
And he sort of sums it up this way. The lagged effects of all of these policy tightenings from central banks, from commercial banks, and from inflation create the conditions for problems to happen. And so I think, you know, this is one of several problems that we're going to be seeing down the road. Most of these are due to higher interest rates. Historically, problems arise, the big problems arise when job losses occur, which unfortunately is a typical byproduct of the lagged impact of, of higher rates. So, you know, our message to investors has been for quite some time now to be quite defensive and conservative and that we're, we still believe we're in a bear market and investors shouldn't get too complacent on this idea that the economy is anywhere near recovering on a global basis. Complacency, that can be the problem, huh? Absolutely. You can get lulled into it, especially if we have a market rebound based on the liquidity that's been injected into the system. And that's, a, I think, probably the biggest threat is everyone can see the market go up and go, oh, everything's great. Same thing happened back in 2008, guys. It did. A, the S&P rallied 15% after the Bear Stearns failure. Um, and that's when the banks used that opportunity to unload those risky assets on retail investors that thought the sky was the limit and everything was taken care of. It wasn't. And that's when the cracks really started showing. But this gentleman's absolutely correct. You know, the, the lag indicators are really important right now. And I think the Fed really missed the boat on the lagging. And when you start raising interest rates this aggressively into this type of debt, something's going to break and things have already started to break. But is that the end? You know, is this injection of liquidity going to be the end? I don't think it solves the management issue that we've had in the financial services industry. Um, you know, you have these guys with no recourse, you know, they have their five, you know, $5 billion yacht or whatever the heck they're driving out. It doesn't matter how they invest these assets. It doesn't matter if they're, they're looking out for their clientele or not, because they're going to be bailed out by the U.S. government. What does that, what type of precedence does that set? I think we need more regulation. I think if they were personally on the hook, Steve, I think we would have a very different situation right now. Um, but they don't have that culpability. I really hope. And, and like I said, I'm not about, you know, going after people for making mistakes. We all make mistakes and sure. we all have to learn from those mistakes. Um, but the management, especially at that Silicon Valley bank, that was, you know, gross negligence in my opinion. And I really think that they need to set the tone here to say that's not acceptable with the general public's money. You have to steward it. As a fiduciary, you have an ethical and legal responsibility to those clients and those funds to make sure you're doing the right thing. How in the world can you make that basic of a mistake by investing in bonds long duration at a, a near 0% rate? It just makes no sense to anyone that's ever done any type of basic investing. It's silly, especially when you have near-term liquidity needs from depositors that need their money. So again, this could have been easily avoided. Regulation probably needs to step up on that side a little bit. And I think you know we can cruise through this, hopefully learning a lesson. But I don't think, like this gentleman said, it's just the tip of the iceberg. That's not meant to scare anybody, but use this time to make sure that your affairs are in order when it comes to your finances. Make sure that you are allocated correctly. I would rather have my clients safe and miss a little bit of the upside than be in the reverse course and go on a free fall. And then what do you do at that point if you're 60 or you're 70? Can you go back to work and make that money all over again? No, this might be an opportunity for you to make those changes to your portfolio protect yourself, protect your family, and most importantly, Steve, protect that future income. Huge in my opinion. 800-930-5905. That's the number you can call to get a spot on Joe's calendar and, and have this discussion. Joe, I'm going to ask you, maybe it's a silly question, but tell me again about lag indicator. You, you mentioned that, and I know our, our guest mentioned it as well. Yeah, lag, there's leading indicators and lagging indicators, and a lag indicator doesn't happen all at once. It does exactly what it says. It lags in. you got to kind of wait for it to rear its head to really see the impact of it. But when they're doing things like they've been doing, we've had past history to look at and know, you know what? this could probably rear its ugly head. We want to watch out for that. These lagging indicators, again, raising interest rates this aggressively into this type of debt, um, things are going to break. We know it's not going to happen all at once. And we've seen that, you know, we've gone months, the past four months into quantitative tightening and raising rates. Nothing happened until it did. And remember what I always say on this Steve uh, show, Steve, everything happens slowly and then it all happens at once. Exactly. It's kind of like that movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once, yeah. right? <laughs> yep, you got it. So let's talk FDIC and FDIC and, and what they do and what they did in the case of the Silicon Valley Bank and how, how does that affect us or would it could it affect us? Um, you know what, the FDIC, I will tell you this, I, I pulled an article and it looks like it's back in November of 20, 2022 written by a lady named Allison Bennett. So we'll give her a little credit 
credit for this article because she was talking about the FDIC Insurance Corporation and how concerned um, they were about unrealized losses in U.S. banks' bond portfolios and the possibility of those losses would have to be realized with depositor obligations and liquidity needs. And what the what the banks came back and said is right now our banks have strong liquidity so they shouldn't have to dispose of those assets well now is not in the future and they didn't forward look and think well the things could change as rising interest rates go up people might have more demand of their cash this is something that should have been forecast out it wasn't um, but the fdic was very concerned about this um, the Federal Reserve ignored those pleas um, to my to the best of my knowledge. Remember, guys, I wasn't there, so uh, right. this is all hearsay to me. But the FDIC was really worried about this very situation coming true, and it was ignored. Um, so there was there was definitely there was some some language going out there to say, hey, look out for this, and no one did. Everyone just said business as usual, and we didn't have the checks and balances in place to make sure this thing didn't happen. Um, but when it comes to FDIC insurance, like I said, look, it, the federal government will not let us fall on the financial services. And if it does come to that point, please, 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 these community banks are important. These regional banks are important. They're the lifeblood of our communities. So if you are feeling unsafe in your bank or you just like give us a call, we can show you how to open up a money market account. We can show you how to invest in U.S. treasuries and hopefully maybe even through that bank. We don't want to we don't want to run on these regional banks. It would be crisis in our system. So just remember the federal government hopefully will not let this fall. And there's no guarantee guys, but if you're feeling uneasy about it, that's what we've recommended to a lot of our clients is looking at US treasuries and money market accounts. Um, if you do have a main concern, call us, let's talk about it and make sure that you make the move for the right reasons. 800-930-5905 is how you connect folks. So let's talk FDIC and, and Silicon Valley Bank. Now the, the FDIC insures accounts up to $250 $50,000. And obviously there was a lot more uh, people had not people, but VC people, VC, you know, hedge funds had more money yes. than more than 250. And, but th they have agreed to pay back everybody across the board. That seems like it was probably the right decision. Yeah. And, and they enacted a special provision to be able yeah. to do that, to make depositors whole. And again, like I said, you know, in this particular situation, if we didn't have the contagion going around, I would say no, because it does, it sets a precedence to say, you know, risk management out the window. If you do the wrong thing, the government's just going to bail you out. Um, this was a poor investment choice. This is the reason why this happened. Um, you know, whoever was in charge at Silicon Valley Bank of, of managing those funds made a very poor investment choice. If I had made that choice for my client, Steve, we would have to take the loss. Um, the government's not going to come in and bail us out. However, this was a domino to fall. So yes, I do think they made the right decision, but I don't think that our deposit system should be nationalized. Um, you know, where's capitalism at that point? If there's no risk at all to these bankers, where's the incentive to do the right thing? You know, to me, there has to be a balance. There has to be a middle ground. It doesn't have to be one extreme or the other. We can have regulation and we can also have risk management. You know, we can do both of these things at the same time. You just need to have some cooler heads. Take a couple minutes, think about it, you know, quietly, however you do and come to a rational conclusion. And if you're not sure, use a consultant. You know, there's many people that understand the market. If you're not sure, please understand that, you know, there are ways to navigate through these kind of things, especially, you know, a bank that's bringing in $212 billion of deposits, they should know better. Um, but again, so, yeah, you would think so. But again, you know, that too big to fail, you know, sometimes that's not true. So, you know, you, you, you get what you wish for sometimes, but sometimes it comes in a bigger present than you want. It just seems to me like you have got such a handle on this and, and your clients, I'm guessing they're not beating down the door being scared because you've got them, you've got it under control. You've got great vision here. Yeah. You know what? That's one thing. Look, you know, I don't have a higher up to, to run my firm. You know, it's well, me. That's so true. <laughs> my, yeah. My job is to know this stuff. You know, we have to steward our clients. Like I said, through retirement, I take it very, very seriously. Seriously, you know, I've been running 18 hour days for the past, you know, week and a half during this crisis so we can stay up to speed. So we know how to manage these portfolios. We know what's coming forward. You know, everyone got blindsided by this, but should we have? I don't think the Fed, you know, the Federal Reserve, who's in charge of our monetary policy, should have been blindsided by something like this. You know, Yellen was up last week talking and she was, you know, both sides of her, 
mouth. Again, she came back on and assured the general public that deposits were safe, thank goodness. But you know, I don't have a lot of confidence in the Fed right now making the right decision, and I'm not the only one that's saying that. I think we need to be realistic. I think they need to start using forward-looking data instead of you know just placating to the press and the media about rate hikes. You know, rate hikes longer. Are we going to have this rate hike by the time this show airs on Sunday? We'll know if they went up 25 basis points or 50, or if they paused. But I don't think it matters at that point again because they've injected such massive liquidity into the financial system. I think the fallout is going to be massive deflation coming up in the future. But again, it's not going to happen all at once. So you might have a little bit of time to make some changes and look forward. I don't know that for sure. But now is the time to look at your portfolio. And if you don't know how or you're not sure what to do, that's when you pick up the call the phone and you talk to a fiduciary financial advisor that has his ear to the ground. On that note, let's go ahead and invite folks to call because uh, we've got some spots on the calendar. We need to fill them up. Yep, you got it. We're going to take 10 this week, guys. And I apologize. It's so, so busy, but we're going to do some portfolio reviews. We will absolutely review your retirement portfolio. And those are the ones that I'm concerned at, guys, because that's your life saving. That's what you've been working so hard to save. It makes no sense to put it in jeopardy to something that is out of your control. So if you're not sure about the leadership right now and you're not sure about the future, give us a call, Steve. Give them that number and we will get them going in the right direction. You got it. 800-930-5905. That's 800-930-5905 for that financial review getting you on the right road to retirement. Every week we discuss concepts and strategies that you can use to create the retirement of your dreams. Well, when we come back, the advisor puts the consumer advocate on the spot with a retirement quiz. Welcome back, everybody. Wealth Health Radio is the program. Joe Murphy's here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe, of course, with Murphy Wealth Management. You can find the website mwmfinancial.tax, mwmfinancial.tax. You can learn a lot about what the what, what the company does, you know, what your what your practice does, Joe, but also that you get to meet the people behind the scenes. You get to, well, we kind of get to pick your brain a little bit just by with what you put out there. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a great intro to our firm and, you know, learn a little bit about us and learn a bit, you know, what makes us tick. But we got a really great group of people here that I really enjoy working with. And, you know, we attack problems. Amber calls us professional problem solvers. And that's exactly what we are, whether it's on the macro, the big scope, or whether it's an individual client trying to figure out how to, you know, manage their budget. We love problem solving and we love putting our experience to the test and getting our clients in a situation that we would put ourselves in. And I love that part of it. I get to think, how would I act if if this was me? What would I do? That's so much fun to me, Steve. Sure. Well, and I, I mentioned this going into the break, but I just want a brief explanation of deflation. We know what inflation is. So is deflation equally as hard on people and as hard on the economy? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. look, this is going to be the, the beginning of the recessionary fears because, you know, that's not increasing prices. That's going to be falling prices. So what falling prices do, it leads to a decrease in consumer spending. And that, my friend, is the major component of economic growth. So we would have a slowdown in growth. So what do you think companies are going to do when falling prices hit? You know, they're going to slow down production, which, again, is going to even more slow down demand. So it's a cycle. You know, we go from inflation to deflation. But I think we might have just hit the fast forward button with all that liquidity that just got injected. I don't think we're going to hear, you know, you'll still hear the news heads talking about inflation, inflation, inflation. But I really believe this bank crisis probably solved that, you know, as an after effect of what just happened with the bank failures. I think, you know, obviously their lending is going to really tighten up. And I think that in its own is going to help fight this inflation rate. And we might be tailspinning into deflation. I think recession is inevitable at this point. I think the, the Fed is faced with save the market, save the economy. I think recession is probably where we're headed. And that doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It, you know, no one knows how long it's going to last or if it, you know, cascades into something worse. But, you know, it's part of an economic cycle. We know it's going to come and it, it's going to be here. We just don't know when and how long it's going to last. And that's the main thing is be prepared for whatever happens. Make sure that you are prepared. If there's inflation and deflation, what's the middle? 
<laughs> paradise. <laughs> paradise. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. But we don't see that very often, do we? That that whole middle no, ground thing. There's no middle ground. You know, not in this country. Everything's so fast paced with the advent of the internet and the connection and the, you know, social media and news just traveling so quick and algo trading. Everything's moving at a much faster pace. I think everyone can probably agree with this. Life doesn't happen now like it did, you know, 20 years ago. It's moving at such a quick pace. Right. Everything has been speeded up. So you got to kind of get ahead of things in a little, you know, quicker in these days than you did before, because um, news isn't traveling by word of mouth. News is traveling via the internet, and it happens quick. It happens quick. So let's talk four percent rule. Um, uh, you know, we we hear about that. We've talked about it many times. Yep. The four percent rule really something that started back in the '90s, and uh, it it at the time it, it seemed to make a lot of sense, and it's become this this you know thumb of you know, of what we should be doing. Um, you know, the rule of thumb, but it's not necessarily the right thing to do now or or in the future. No, I think it's a great theory. And, and just to, to clarify, it was 1993, I believe, and the financial advisor that came up with his last name was Bergen. Yes. And what he said was out of a very specific portfolio and, and, you know, raise your hand unless you're driving for our radio listeners out there. How many of you have a portfolio of 50% large cap stocks and 50% government bonds? If you had that portfolio during the last nine months, you've probably been clobbered. But if you have that portfolio, that exact portfolio, he said over a 30-year historical, if you withdrew 4% from that particular portfolio during that particular 30-year period, you would not run out of money during a full retirement. Well, things have changed, just like we talked with the advent speed and how cycles are moving quicker right now. I don't think I've seen anyone with that type of portfolio in the last five years. People are more aggressive right now. And that is a huge risk because this has been taken as gospel because it worked at one time. People started applying it to every portfolio and in the theory became a rule. But you're going to be subjected to what's called sequence risk, especially with this type of volatility. When you have the ups and downs and you're drawing your 4% out, Remember, you're selling shares to get that money out. So when the market does come back up, you're not coming back up with a vengeance. But what happens, Steve, if we have a critical loss here? What happens if we go down 50, 60 percent and we stay down there for two years and you're drawing your money out? Guess what? You could run out of money before you run out of life. Don't rely on a 35-year-old rule to, to dictate how much you take out of retirement. Get an absolute. That's where annuities come in. That's why the government's pushing these things. That's why advisors are pushing these things, because they give you an absolute, a guaranteed income stream that no matter what happens in the stock market, no matter what happens in the world, you will get a paycheck for the rest of your life guaranteed. That's the type of absolute that you want in uncertain times, Steve. Absolutely. And so yeah, one of the things that, uh, I mean, I I got friends in this, uh, I mean, in the uh, broadcast industry, we'll just say that. Um, and, and a very large uh, broadcast organization has now announced they're going to cut their match in the 401k. Do you see that sort of happening again? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Look, you know, we've seen some of the big companies, Amazon just announced more layoffs. Yeah, you know, like, we're gonna, yeah, a bunch. We're going into a recession, guys, and that means a slowdown. And that means that companies, you know, when we're faced with it, you know, to fight inflation, the Fed, you know, he's willing to sacrifice millions of jobs to, to cool demand. And that's the thing is that's how it is. Joblessness is part of fighting that inflation level. Um, things are going to change. It's going to be a little bit different. How long it lasts, we don't know, but you need to be prepared for that. We don't know the extent of this. So be prepared for the worst. And then you know what? You can be pleasantly surprised if it's a brief blip and you're like, yay, I'm back on my feet, rocking and rolling. But we just don't know. No one has a crystal ball out there, Steve. Right. And and again, that seems to me the the, the what what's happening for so many folks is there's just so many unknowns and and why we want to put our trust in, well, in a fiduciary, an independent fiduciary advisor like you. And you know, to be able to just have that that peace of mind, that, that ability to sleep well yeah, at night. Absolutely. It's just not time to roll the dice now, guys. And, you know, you're going to see more and more company cuts as things start getting, you know, worse and worse. If they do and we go into deflation, you'll see these companies really start cutting things, you know, not not just matches, but jobs. You know, those are the things that really wow. cool demand. And that's what happens in a recession. It's part of it for everyone out there that's listening to this radio. It's been through a recession. You know that these impacts are, you know, they're not going to be positive. A lot of them are going to be negative. And how well you're prepared is going to be 
how well you survive through it. You know, we don't know how long it's going to last, but putting some time in now to get a plan together, protect you and your family is definitely worth the time, in my opinion. Sure. 800-930-5905 is how you can begin to get your questions answered, folks, if you have some. And I'm sure you do. Uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, basically what's going on now and, and how we're going to get from A to B. And so we're talking a little bit about, um, you know, you know, let's talk Social Security. I mean, that seems to be a big topic as well today. And and both sides kind of talking out of the side of their mouth. But the reality is, to me anyway, Joe, is Social Security is not going anywhere. It's might be different, but it's not going anywhere. No, they. I mean, that's, that's another thing. That's like the f financial services system collapsing. You know, everything would change from there and it wouldn't be a pretty picture. Um, Social Security is not going to go away. However, we do believe it's probably going to be reduced in the future. So plan for it. You know, we have software that we run that shows 2034 what the proposed reduction would be and how that's going to impact all your future social security income you're going to want to make up that money from somewhere this is your time to plan to do it because if it does reduce and you're not prepared for it you're living on less money than you anticipated because those great social security benefit statements that you get from ssa uh, may not be accurate if they do have that reduction so being planned again steve having that plan for contingencies will give you that peace of mind knowing you know what, if they do reduce it, Joe's already got this covered. We're going to be doing this to make up that income. That's how we plan. So worst case scenario, we got our clients covered. And if it doesn't happen, guess what, Steve? I'd rather give my clients better news and say, we got extra income coming for you. It didn't happen. So, sure. you know, in whatever situation it occurs, you got to be prepared and you have to plan. So with with that, you know, you've, that's got to give your, your clients confidence. It certainly does me in terms of, okay, I'm planning that Social Security is going to, you know, is going to change and, and we may have to reduce it. So here, here's what it looks like in your plan and how you can still maintain that same kind of income. Yeah. I mean, look, people want to know that scary stuff. Yeah, you know, you're, you're going to depend on that. For a lot of people, Social Security is a mainstay of income. So, you know, the threat of it being reduced, that's a, that's a big meatball out there. You want to make sure that's addressed. And I think why our clients really like coming to this firm, Steve, is we're very well-rounded, you know, not only on the investment side and the market side, we're not just traders, we're retirement planners. You know, Amber's a tax code expert. You know, we have an attorney on staff, so we really understand the retirement process and how to make sure that we avoid these common pitfalls. So our clients aren't sitting there going, oh my gosh, why didn't my advisor think of this? You want to have a plan. You need to make sure that you attack these things up front so you are not caught going, oh my gosh, I didn't realize this was going to happen. It can happen. Make sure it does not happen to you. Right, exactly. And again, just sitting down with you is a way to begin that process. And you can start that process, folks. It's very simple. 800-930-5905. That's the number. And so let's talk about the debt and, and credit card debt and, and all of that. And we know that that's, it's always best to try to eliminate that. Are you seeing, you know, credit card interest rates continuing to rise? Oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I think right in now. the last, okay. yeah, the last three weeks, we've had new clients come in and, and there's been some credit card debt and it's a little eye-opening to see the amount of interest that's charged on those credit cards. And, you know, that is my attack number one is to get rid of that double-digit interest rate, oh, specifically yeah. the credit card debt. Because like I said, you know, no offense to anyone named Tony, but you can go, hey, yo, Tony down to the corner loan shark and get a better rate from that guy than you can at some, you know, running a balance on your credit card. So, you know, making sure again, you know, that 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 would make me lose sleep. If I was paying 26% on a high balance on a credit card, I wouldn't be sleeping well at night. It would be consuming my thoughts. Oh, yeah. So it's something that is important to our clients. We want to put a plan together to eliminate that debt. You can't go into retirement, guys, with big credit card balances, medical debt, double-digit interest rates got to be wiped out. You need to have a plan to attack that. Sure. I mean, I've seen, I, I've, just in, in what I've been reading, I've seen as high as 32% on particular credit cards. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Holy and like cow. I, said, I mean, that's, that's crazy. It, it's loan shark money. Even worse, yeah. like I said, it's not, you know, that that's kind of juice out there. Look, but people, you know, unfortunately, some people, it's an emergency. The next thing, folks, is you make a phone call to Joe and to set up a time to come on in and talk. Yep, absolutely, guys. And it is busy, busy, busy. But we're going to take 10 from AM560 here this week. And we will do that portfolio review to make sure that you are prepared for retirement, whether you are in retirement or in that retirement red zone. This is your time to plan. It's wild and volatile out there, guys. Make sure that you are protected and we can create that portfolio to make sure 
you never, ever, ever suffer market losses for the rest of your life. Steve, give them that number. We're going to take 10 this week. 800-930-5905. 10 calls right now. 800-930-5905. Give Joe a call. Set up a time to come on in, sit down, and just have this conversation. When we come back, we've got questions from our listeners here on AM560. That and more right after this. We are back on Wealth Health Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Joe Murphy is here. Joe, of course, Murphy Wealth Management, um, mwmfinancial.tax. Uh, Facebook, you can visit uh, Murphy Wealth Management Facebook page. I do. I see your posts all the time. And uh, there was one just this week, I think, and it just made me smile. And I, I, it escapes me what it was, but I, I know I liked it. Um, I think it was the the spring post, probably. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's yeah. it, spring. Ah. <sighs> Right? Uh, yeah, it's very exciting. The warm weather coming. I'm, I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, check out Facebook. Give us a follow at Murphy Wealth Management. We're over here in Valpo, but our Facebook page is kind of like our link. You're going to want to check it out probably by, by Sunday when this airs. You want to look at our Facebook page because we're going to put out some very important posts um, for the general public out there. There is an incredible documentary done by PBS. And if you want to know how we got into this whole financial mess to begin with, PBS did a marvelous documentary called The Age of Easy Money. If you have not seen it, check it out. It is so well done. We're going to have that link on our Facebook uh, page. So if you go follow Murphy Wealth Management on Facebook, you can click right on that link. Give it a watch, guys. It's going to make a lot of things make sense. And I'm going to put a link to that in the podcast as well, the podcast version of this show, which will go up on Friday, actually, before the show actually airs. So uh, it's a chance to see that. And I, I am going to watch the whole thing. I was drawn in and I, I, for the first 10 minutes. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to finish this. This is good. Yeah, it really is. It, it opens up a lot of eyes because I think, you know, we're so used to, you know, listening to the news or listening to social media. This is probably one of the most unbiased things that has been done on this time period and how we really got into this mess to begin with and how we're, we're making the, you know, similar mistakes on the other end. So, you know, you really want to be aware, you know, informed public is a wise public and it helps us make better choices in the future. So I highly recommend it. Like I said, I'm not getting paid or anything off it, but I I took the time to watch it, and I was like, wow, this is incredibly well done. Good stuff. Exactly. So on, on Facebook, you can find a link. On the podcast, you can find a link. Uh, speaking of podcasts, by the way, folks, you can subscribe to the podcast and have it delivered automatically to you. You can find it wherever you find a podcast, be it uh, Apple or iHeart, Google, Spotify, you name it. We've got uh, Murphy Wealth Management. We've got Wealth Health Radio there for you. And on that note, let's uh, let's jump into some questions. Folks have questions, Joe, as usual. Yep. All right. Arthur's up first. Arthur says, I'm planning to retire at 62. I have $250,000 in savings, and I have a paid-off rental house with a $1,400 a month rent income. My house that I live in, paid off too. I'm not sure what to do with my savings. How might a financial advisor help me? What do you recommend? <clears throat> Wow. Great question, Arthur. And, you know, there, there's so many details about your dreams, goals, time horizon, and kind of what we're looking at before we can give you, you know, unbiased advice here. Um, you know, that $250,000 in savings is is a really good start, especially with the rental income. You know, the, that's that's income, hopefully, that, that stands the test of time here, no matter what type of financial environment that we go into. Um, but again, that's not that part's not guaranteed. So creating, you know, in addition to Social Security, some more guaranteed income would probably give you a little peace of mind. Um, you do have some asset bases with your primary uh, residence paid off and then also the rental. Um, so we're not looking at a lot of debt here. So, you know, it's free money to either use for income or use for like a backstop emergency savings account. You know, that's really important to have, especially in this type of environment, because if something happens, you want to be able to have liquidity quick. Um, but like I said, it would just depend, Arthur, on what your needs are. We can put together a really comprehensive plan, show you tax obligations, show you guaranteed income, get you to and through retirement so you're not sweating this environment and what's to come or what may come. Um, you know that you have an absolute, and that's what makes our clients feel really good. Arthur, give us a call, 800-930-5905. Love to help you out. 
Um, Edith has a question. Edith says, I was let go from my job recently and have only two weeks until my final 60 days are up. Now, the 401k provider that my company went through is saying that I can leave my funds there and I will only start getting penalized beginning of June of this year. Now, I'm clueless when it comes to IRA funds and don't really want to cash out my 401k. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Well, Edith, I think <clears throat> fear of change and, and moving to a different account, that's always the biggest stopper. Sure. But let's think about what your 401k is and what a possible or potential IRA landing spot could be, because I think this might clear up and get you through that fear. And remember, you know, we always fear what we don't understand. And sometimes just getting educated a little bit on what's to come will help you make that transition. But you can't stay in that 401k. You don't want to take any type of penalty. But why would you want to stay in the 401k? It's an accumulation plan. It has very limited investment options in the form of mutual funds. And those choices may not be the best for this type of environment. You may not be able to move around um, to navigate this type of market and mutual funds. Because remember, they can't deviate. So if you're in a growth fund, Edith, and you know everything's screaming, don't buy growth, guess what? Your mutual fund that's in growth is going to keep buying growth stocks all the way down. The IRA allows a tax-free rollover to a custodian or vehicle of your choice. A lot of people move it to an IRA where they have access to stocks and bonds and ETFs and futures and options or whatever else you want to manage. You have basically unlimited investment options. You can manage it yourself or you can hire an investment advisor like us to manage those funds for you, dependent on your time horizon, your risk tolerance, and your overall goals. So moving it to an IRA is not a taxable event as long as you do it correctly on the rollover, but then you have unlimited options. And whether you're buying U.S. treasuries in your IRA to sit in safety for a couple months, or you know what, you want to roll the dice and go heavy into NASDAQ, we can help you with that, or you can do it on your own. But having that option ahead to say, you know what, I can navigate this, that's the key. Really hard to do that when you have limited trade availability inside those retirement plans. Sure. Great, great thought. 800-930-5905, Edith. I'd say just give Joe a call, have that conversation. Let's see. We can keep going here. We've got Michael. Uh, Michael says, I found a bank that has a 5% CD rate for an 18-month CD. I was debating whether I should uh, throw some of my savings in there. Okay, Michael, very, very good, very good question here, um, or very good debate. Um, the thing that I would want to know on the 5% CD, number one is, is it callable? <laughs> and that's a big thing that you want to know, because if it's callable and interest rates go down, you're out of luck and now you're shopping around at lower interest rates. So first and for foremost, make sure that CD is not callable for that 18 month uh, term. Secondly, do you have an early exit penalty? Um, some of these CDs, like I know at, at Charles Schwab, we have a you know basically a whole menu of CDs that we can look at. And some of them have early exit opportunities after 28 days, which means you can stay in, get exposure to that full year of 5%. And however long you stay in, that's how much interest is credited. And you can exit after 28 days in some of these. So maybe 18 months interest rates, you know, we have hyperinflation and interest rates are at 13% and you're sitting there stuck at five. Can you exit that and take advantage of higher interest rates? There's a lot that goes into CDs. That's why we like using our custodian because we have un not unlimited. I can't say unlimited. We have many different banks that we can choose from that we can give our clients the option to exit early and maybe get a higher interest rate, or maybe there's need of the cash and you don't want to lose all that interest that you've accrued. So these CDs do have options. You just have to know where to go to look and don't get locked into one that gives you no choices. All right. Uh, boy, uh, you know, Joe, this is something, I mean, you talked about callable, you talk about early exit there. And, and these are things that, uh, I mean, you know, I talk with advisors all over the country, Joe, nobody is mentioning that. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Like I said, we're very well-rounded over here. We yeah, do a lot. You are. Remember, yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. But that you know, we have to know our job in order to serve our clients. We got to know this stuff inside and out. And you know, we pride ourselves on being able to educate our clients on options and showing them as a fiduciary. That's that bottom rung of care. You want to have that. You want to have someone that understands this stuff that can actually navigate you, not someone that's selling you a product 
or a system or cookie cutter. I hate that kind of stuff. Yeah. I want to be able to give my advisement based on my experience and my knowledge. And we, you know what? You never stop learning. That's the beautiful thing about this industry. It's always changing, but I'm a student of the game and I'm always studying and I'm always trying to keep up to speed with everything that's going on. And right now, Steve, not that easy. That's why we're pushing 18 hour days. 800-930-5905. Michael, there you go. Let's see. we got time for another one here. Let's go to Lisa. Uh, Lisa says, should I be contributing to my 401k or Roth 401k? My employer offers both, and I currently contribute 4% to the Roth 401k and 3% to my 401k. Should I go full Roth? (laughs) Currently, I make $135,000 and anticipate going up yearly. Well, Lisa, I think we'd have to take a look at your your taxes, see kind of what the tax deduction is going to be if we pull back the the pre-tax money. So, you know, understanding your tax situation would be able to answer this question. But I love money going to the Roth. Um, the Roth 401k is is easy peasy. You know, it's actually set up in the with the same custodian. So we can give you a nice blend on that. But how much you should be uh, contributing to each is going to re- be really dependent on your tax situation. I don't want to give it. I don't want you to give up that tax bump up front that's going to cause you to pay Uncle Sam higher during this type of period. Um, But I do want to get money into that Roth. There's a balance for you, Lisa. If you give us a call, I can show you that percentage and help you out. All right. I like the sound of that. And uh, let's see, we've got time for one more quick one. Let's go to Andrew finally and and say, uh, here's Andrew. He says, if you apply for Social Security three months before you're eligible, as I've been advised to do, and you decide not to collect it, how hard is it to back out? No, you you got to repay it. So it's not too hard, but you got to repay it. You have a time window, Andrew, so you can actually repay every penny that you've been paid out and you get to continue that deferral. We've actually had to do that for a couple clients that came to us after electing. And when we showed them um, the increase in income from deferring, um, we were able to recoup the money that they had. Thank goodness they had it in savings. We were able to send that check back to Social Security and restart that deferment. So there is an opportunity for you, Andrew. It's not too late for you. Give us a call. We'll show you how to do it. 800-930-5905. Joe, this has been one of the fastest shows ever. Let's uh, go ahead and open up those lines one last time. You got it, Steve. We're always burning, but this is it, guys. Last chance for this week. And like I said, we're only going to take 10 this week, and this 10 is going to get a retirement portfolio review. This is the time that you want to. Don't get lulled if the market takes a rip. We could have a melt-up, but maybe that's your time to really analyze your positions to make sure they're going to carry you to and through retirement and you don't get subjected to market risk. This is your opportunity. Steve, give them a call. Last chance this week. Let's get them going. 800-930-5905. That's the number, folks. 10 callers. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Joe's been talking about, and it's really an opportunity to see where you are now and how you're going to get down the road closer to retirement. 800-930-5905. 800-930-5905. Joe, like I said, fast-paced show. Really a lot of fun. Good stuff today, as always. Yep, I, I'm definitely passionate right now, and it's been a wild environment, so everyone's probably like, oh my gosh, this guy's, the, the energy level, you can almost feel it. I can feel it right now. It's just the pace that we've been going at. So hopefully everyone could understand what I was saying this week, and it'll probably be a little bit slower when we get a little bit more clarity going into next week. Everyone have a great week. Steve, thanks for your time, buddy, and we'll talk again next week. Content of this radio show is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any type of securities. Joe Murphy, MWM Advisory Group, and Murphy Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of the information provided in this radio show and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Joe Murphy and his guests as the date of this show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on the assumptions and actual results may vary from such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making any investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 